the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad, the big noise of it's here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Pay the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And Lundy, uh, you live in the Mile High City. I am no longer a resident of that fine community, but uh, I'm still sympathetic to the Denver Broncos cause. And we'll see if a certain someone winds up out west uh, a little bit later on this summer. Uh, Though those odds seem to be decreasing seems like every single day but uh whether it's going to be teddy two gloves teddy bridgewater or drew lock under center one player uh that has caught my eye with a player prop available right now is Cortland sutton coming back off the acl injury in which he suffered in week two of last year so plenty of ramp up time plenty of time to recover from that and by all uh, local accounts and indications he is going to be 100 percent a-ok for the opener uh, to the regular season. So the prop on Mr. Sutton is 1,050.5 receiving yards at minus 110 in either direction. And I am slamming windmill dunk style on the over on that proposition. Why? Well, Sutton, remember, is a year removed for over 1,100 yards. A guy a couple of seasons ago with crappy quarterback play and Locke and Joe Flacco was still able uh, to pose some extraordinary numbers and a lot of key advanced analytics, including air yards, contested catch rates. Uh, now that he is all systems go and, you know, a guy that was probably on the brink of taking a quantum leap last season in overall productivity, I think he's going to pick up where he left off before that knee injury derailed his 2020 campaign. And I think he's going to have a monster year. I bet it's at least 1,200 receiving yards over a 17-game season. Knock on wood, which is my hollow dome. That, of course, he plays uh, close to a full season, if not the entire 17-game slate. So early fade or follow. Are you tailing me on the over Cortland Sutton 1,050.5 receiving yards? Dude, I'm already in. Lock loaded. Yeah. I, now, here's the thing. Uh, I really hope it's Bridgewater um, yeah. at this point because I think that that's going to benefit Sutton immensely. Uh, if it does wind up being Drew Locke, then either Vic Fangio and company have complete blinders on or Locke makes some sort of jump that none of us see coming. So one or the other is going to happen, but Cortland Sutton's going to be on the beneficiary of it. Now, look, there's a lot of mouths to feed. Um, on that offense, and that's a good thing for whoever winds up under center. Um, I could easily see Noah Fant stealing away some of those touchdown opportunities for Sutton as they get down towards the red zone, assuming this team can move the ball up and down the field. Uh, But at the same time, yards, yards, and more yards for Mr. Sutton. Yes, I think he finishes at north of 1150. That's the number I've got him pegged at, especially with a 17-game schedule. So if he's out there, he's healthy, he continues to show what he showed two seasons ago, yes, but... Get jump all over this uh, number because this is a great opportunity to cash a ticket. Hell yeah, absolutely. I know you got to tie up your money for months on end, but I think it's going to be worth it there in the end. And just a little friendly reminder. Teddy Bridgewater last season with the Carolina Panthers, number seven in catchable pass rate. So, yes, we do want him winning this job and not the disastrous doo-doo Drew Locke. And if you want to get on that wage, you want to get on anything else uh, that is available out there in the sports betting universe, there's only one place to go, and that is DraftKings Sportsbook. It's not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It's easy to navigate. It has plenty of instructions for new bettors and nearly limitless ways 
Yankees again in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DK Sportsbook as well, and I know you will too. And listen to this amazing offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 to $100 in side credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team that is still in the hunt. Bet one buck, and if that team scores a W, you score $100 in side credits. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choosing to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code FTN for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Residents only, new customers only, wager paid out. Inside credits, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, on this Manic Monday, let's dive in with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lundy, let's high stick the sports books and start off on the right skate on this Monday. We do have an NHL playoff game tonight on the ice. Who is going to score you some cold, hard cash? What do you like, hombre? Well, I, look, hopefully you did a futures ticket like I did. You know, I've told you before on this pod that I don't like the futures tickets that I have to wait months for. Like we yep. were just talking about yep. Portland. So I, I hate that crap. I, I need the immediate. I need the immediate. Instant payout, gratification right? is what you declared you must have. Absolutely. But I did tell you in the Tampa and uh, Islanders series began that this had seven games written all over it. I told you when they went back to Nassau Coliseum that it was going to go back to Tampa 2-2. And sure enough, it has. Uh, that's exactly where we sit. So at the pivotal game five, uh, I, I'm so tired of that phrase, uh, pivotal game five happening tonight down in America's Wang. So we will roll with Tampa on the 60-minute line, that's where I'm going to run with this one. I think this does not wind up going to overtime. Uh, I had thought that their game four would go to overtime, and ooh, it was so close. Uh, but that did not wind up happening. But this series tied 2-2, 8 o'clock Eastern is when they will drop the puck. Uh, but for this one, I, I just think the way Tampa is juiced up on the straight money line at a minus 186, a little bit too high for me. So I want to bring that down. I think that this one avoids overtime yet again. These two teams have not gone to overtime yet. Uh, over the course of all four games that they've played. but And I think that continues tonight. I think Tampa takes care of business and does it within 60 minutes. I think this will be another close one. Teams really match up well. But if I bring it down to the 60-minute line uh, and a regulation win for Tampa, the juice is only minus 112. So a nice number there for the Lightning um, as that team and Kucherov and Palat and Point and those guys uh, continue to be this unbelievable line for Tampa to guide them. And I think to another victory tonight. So take them to win that game five and send it back 3-2 to Nassau Coliseum. Oh, bet on the bolts from Tampa. Number four. All right, let's move on to Major League Baseball. No NBA game tonight, and mercifully so, because, uh, again, I have been lousy uh, in that sport uh, continuously the entire postseason. So uh, going to try to you know change my fortunes, a uh, reversal of luck here, uh, with the diamond action. We got a decent slate of games uh, tonight, and let's go ahead and start off the matchup between the Cincinnati Reds and the Minnesota Twins, eh? You like the fr fried walleye, eh? Yes, I do actually it's quite tasty uh and i think nick castellanos is going to deep fry the competition and that being one individual j a hap uh the southpaw for the twins 
Uh, he's got a balloon DRA. Lundy, you have six. 0.12. Uh, righties are hitting a robust 287 against him with an 887 OPS. So Cassianos, uh, I know he's hit well this month at 310, but he only has six RBIs uh, so far here in the month of June. And I think that drought ends tonight. That's why I'm going to take Cassianos in the RBI at minus 105. Uh, the guy that doesn't uh, believe in top buttons, at least buttoning them, is hitting 351 against Sal Paul's this season, Lundy, with a 1.032 OPS gaudy production against those lefties. So, again, Nick Castellanos knocks in a run, minus 105 right now at DraftKings Sportsbook against the Twins. Fade or follow. He's actually one of my favorite props to be able to roll with. So I'm going to roll with you and follow on this one. It's, you know, there's basically no juice involved, which is always uh, encouraging. You know, you were talking about the uh, the dismal ERA uh, that he's got. How about this? I saw this number, Brad. He's actually got an 868 ERA since May 1st. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> and and in the same time frame. So, again, since May 1st, his OPS is 1.035. Holy mackerel. It is absolutely horrendous. So, yes, let's go with Castellanos to be able to get us that RBI and uh, kind of break that RBI drought that he's been in. Has not knocked one in um, in a week, actually, since they took he's on due. Uh, he's due. Milwaukee. So, yeah, uh, he knocked one in in a big-time 10-2 win over Milwaukee. So, yes, I think he's due. And like I said, he's one of my favorite players to be able to look for that hit, that RBI, that run score, that kind of thing. So let's roll with him, especially with a very favorable matchup on the mound. Bet on the Big Red Machine. Number three. All right, let's go to a matchup between the Oakland Athletics and the Texas Rangers in sizzling Arlington, Texas. And I'm going to go with the visiting hurler, Frankie Matas. And I'm going to take the over on five and a half strikeouts. So here's the downside of this wager. It's minus 161 if you want to bet on it individually. So uh, to get creative and get crazy with the cheese whiz, let's go ahead and slap together Frankie Matas uh, with Jesse Winker another Cincinnati Red. Now, that would be a lefty-on-lefty matchup of him against J.A. Happ, but Winker has hit safely in 16 of his last 17 games, Lundy, though he's only hitting 264 against South Pauls this season. I would go with Cassianos, but it's one and a half hits on the line. Uh, it's a little too inflated for my liking, but if you pair together Montes over 5.5 Ks with Jesse Winker on that little two-legger, it's plus 124. Now, why am I... Hot to trot on Montas was pretty simple. He's been over five and a half punch outs in six of his last eight starts. He's got an attractive 12.3 swinging strike percentage on the season and a 3.13 road ERA. And you look at the hapless Rangers are number nine in terms of highest K rate on this Major League Baseball season. So, again, if you want to fly solo with Montas at minus 161, again, love that over 5.5 Ks. If you want to reduce the juice, get seduced by it in the end, pair that with Jesse Winker just to get a hit. It's plus 124. Fade or follow. I will follow with this one, and I like both legs of it. Uh, but in talking about Montas, you look at the – you said you know he's done it in, in uh, six out of his last eight. Here's the thing, though. One of those was actually a road game at Coors hmm. um, with the Rockies, who just are good at putting bat on ball. And so it wound up being a win – 
for him. It was actually his sixth win on the season, but he only managed two Ks in that one. And again, that's just the Rockies managed to put the, the bat on the ball a lot, especially at home uh, at Coors Field. So I think that's kind of, you, you said six out of eight, but I'd honestly be able to say six out of seven because I kind of throw that Colorado game out because it's just such an oddity yeah. when some of these pitchers wind up. But he still wound up with the win in that one. He went five innings. Uh, he did have two Ks, but more than likely, I think this number for him, Brad, finishes um, at seven. I, I think he actually comfortably gets over this number tonight. So I'm good with that one. And then if you want to add in Winker, don't call me Wanker. Sure, I'm good with that. (laughs) Stick around for my top plays in Major League Baseball. Number two. All right, let's go back to the diamond. And let's focus on a couple of team props here as my top two plays of the day. Uh, Play numero uno. I'm going to take the over on the Milwaukee Brewers. Four and a half runs in the desert against the woeful Arizona Diamondbacks uh, who have been a a laughingstock in Major League Baseball, more so on the road than at home. But I do love this matchup on the mound with Merrill Kelly out there throwing BP. And and Milwaukee, uh, a team... Uh, you know, starting to pick up momentum offensively. A 721 OPS in the month of June. They're averaging 4.83 runs per contest this month. And against the Diamondbacks uh, this season, they have been over four and a half runs in three of four matchups. Yeah, it's at minus 132, but again, I'm willing to pay the Jews. Sure, Merrill Kelly has been a little bit better at home than on the road, but he's still got a four-plus ERA within his friendly confines and has allowed at least four earned runs in three of his last four starts and has, check this out, Lundy, for those Sabre heads that are out there, he's given up an 81% contact rate. So, you know, talking about applying good wood to the baseball coming out of Merrill Kelly's hand. That happens early. It happens often. I think it's going to happen tonight for the Brewers. So raise some suds, Lundy. You got to toast me on this one and follow, or you got to fade Milwaukee over four and a half runs in the desert. I am going to follow on this one coming off of their back-to-back wins here in Denver, now going south to take on the Snakes. And, oh, Brad, uh, you might want to stick around to bonus time Ooh. if you like this Milwaukee-Arizona yes. game because, you know, sometimes I take us on the ice with bonus, which I will do, but this time I've also got a bonus pick on the diamond. Oh, tantalizing. I can't wait to hear what that is. Number one. All right, my number one play of the day. We'll see if Lundy concurs. How about the L.A. Dodgers uh, going up against San Diego, and we got – a couple of great pitchers in the mound. Julio Urias uh, for L.A. going up against U Darvish uh, for the Friars. And I'm thinking the under on the Dodgers, three and a half runs at a minus 121 Jews. So you look at what U has done against the Dodgers this season. Masterful pair of performances. 14 innings pitch, scattered five hits, did walk five, but only gave up two earned and struck out eight in those two turns. In fact, he's given up two earned runs or fewer at 11 of 14 starts this season. His call plus swinging strike rate right there along his career average at 30.7%. And you look at the Dodgers. Yeah, they've got a 784 OPS away. But against San Diego this season, they have been under three and a half runs and four of seven matchups. So fade or follow the Dodgers under three and a half runs against you and the Padres. So uh, this number scares me a little bit, Brad. I probably, from a betting standpoint, I would stay away from it just because I feel like it's going to be that three or four. I feel like that hook could come into play. For purposes of the pod, I'm going to follow just because you look at history. How about this number for you, Brad? You have to go back to May 1st 
on the road against Milwaukee to find a game where the Dodgers were the underdog. They are actually the underdog in this contest uh, against San Diego. This is wild to me, the fact that they actually are the underdog. Uh, and I think it's I think it's actually only the second time in the entire season. Wow. That the Dodgers have been sitting on a money line that is a plus. They are a plus 107. The Padres are at a minus 124 if you're just looking straight money line in this one. So um, I agree. I think that they this is going to wind up being a low scoring affair. So because of that, for purposes of the pod, I would follow. But this is actually a bet that I'm probably staying away from tonight. All right. Well, let's go ahead and rock and roll on some Bonus time! Again, you were teasing me. Oh, you're such a tease, Lundy. Such a tease. <laughs> Feed me. Give me something. What do you got? All right, let's go with two. I'll start off on the ice uh, with a, a couple of quick ones for you. I like the over, by the way, in the game tonight. As crazy as that is in the playoffs, so many of these contests, but they took the hook away from us. It's sitting at five uh, at a minus 136, and I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? If all of a sudden that Tampa line goes crazy, winds up uh, uh, throwing some some pucks in the back of the net, I could see this thing sneak just over five. The uh, last uh, time that they played down in Tampa in this series, the final was four to two. So I'm going to take the over on five goals. Uh, I'm also going to take Kyle Palmieri to be able to get a single point. That is at plus 100. He had six points in the series against the Boston Bruins. He has yet to have a point in this series against Tampa. So you talk about a guy being due. Kyle Palmieri is without a doubt due for a point, and I'll take it at plus 100. Then, Brad, let's take some alt lines. You let's have do some it. Fun? Let's do it. All right, alt lines for two of the baseball games tonight. We were just talking about Milwaukee and Arizona, and I'm going to take the um, run total, and I'm going to bring it down mm. a notch. I'm mm. going to take it down to eight and a half. I'm going to do the exact same thing, the exact same number with uh, the Reds and the Twins. So I'm going to take both games down to eight and a half and then take the over in both of them. That turns into a plus 174. So let's hope for some runs in both of those games here on a Manic Monday. Ooh, that's tasty. I, I like that one quite a bit. All right, let me work on a couple of bonus time uh, pitcher props and let's start off let's go back to that West Coast matchup between the Dodgers and the Padres I'm going to take the over on you Darvish K's at six and a half again he had a nine punch out game and another nine punch out game against the same LA team earlier this year yeah he's only been over this number one time in his last five starts that came against uh, my beloved Chicago Cubs on June 9th but he seems due for a high K yield and it's not juiced up too terribly it's minus 113 right now so again over six and a half strikeouts for you Darvish and oh speaking of my beloveds uh the Northsiders at home taking on the Cleveland visiting squad and I'm gonna take the visiting pitcher in Aaron Savali over five and a half K's at plus 118 Lundy uh Savali has done this in seven of 14 starts so it's really kind of a 50-50 proposition uh but you look at the Cubs again a proclivity Four strikeouts, a number eight in terms of highest K rate in Major League Baseball over the last 30 days, striking out at a 25.5% clip. And Savali's actually pitched decently on the road this season with a 3.69 ERA. And there you have it. That is a wrap on this Monday edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. And please as well drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And as always, until next time, feed or follow, that is up to you. Feed the noise.